0: Oh, Alright guys, we gotta get this one right. On three, we're gonna say welcome back to our extraordinary thoughts put on mind. One, two, Will three. Welcome, welcome back, back to our extraordinary Welcome Minds. And we that's back. And right. that work right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And we uh, back. And we yeah, back. yeah, yeah. And we and yeah. back. And we, and we back. did our best. And we... no, I did y'all we... best. And we best. that's all that matters. What's going on, everybody? It's that ordinary podcast with the extraordinary thoughts that tells you to stop being great and be extraordinary. I'm your host, Demetrius Thigman, also known as Meech Speaks, and welcome back to another episode of Extraordinary Thoughts for the Ordinary Mind. Finally, on this Monday morning, I get to do the episode that I had I had been wanting to do, but just shit just kept coming up. Episodes just kept coming up. Different topics had just coming up. You know, so much had been coming up and I never got a chance to like tackle this subject. You know, so I really just want to take a moment and just like go back in time because, you know, I was going through my podcast and I checked the podcast account. And I have season one, I have season two, and I have season three. And there's another season and it's called the unknown season. Now, obviously, this is like an error, you know, on my part where, you know, iTunes or, you know, Apple has just created this season because I haven't, you know, put a one, made it season one, season two, season three. But to be honest with you, seeing that and understanding that that season, you know, that's the unknown season, I actually kept it. And the reason why I kept it is because of the fact that, to be honest with you, when I was going through those episodes, like when I was doing it, I had no fucking idea what the hell I was doing. I had no idea what I was doing in a podcast. I had no idea what I was doing in each episode. You know, I was still saying, bring you five to 10 minutes of motivation to jumpstart your day. Like I had no fucking idea what I was doing. So it's only fitting that my earlier episodes be referred to as the unknown season. Because to be honest with you, that entire season was unknown. Now, moving forward, one thing that I really wanted to talk about, and this episode is about self-care. And for those who don't know what self-care is, self-care is like doing activities that you deliberately love. Like these are things that you want to do. And these things help your mental, they help your emotional, they help your physical. They help you recharge in some form or fashion. Now, I don't know what those activities are. For some, it's going to the gym. That's self-care. For others, it's watching your favorite season. For most, it's reading a, not for most, but like for, you know, for others, you know, it's reading a book or going out to eat or, you know, just whatever, whatever it is. For me, it's, you know, self-care for me is, you know, burning some sage, you know, glass of wine or my favorite dark liquor. And just dancing around the house, listening to music offbeat. (laughs) And I bring up self care because how can you be beneficial to anyone when you're not even beneficial to yourself? And I say that because a lot of times, like we wanna give, we wanna give to somebody, but we end up not being able to give because we don't even have anything left to give. You know, you probably are like, you know, the go-to guy at your job. You're probably like the patriarch, the matriarch within your household. You're probably the strong one within your family. And the thing about being the strong one is is that the strong one has eight arms to give, but nothing to receive. Like the strong one is always giving to somebody, but they don't have anything. They, They rarely receive anything. And it's not that no one's willing to give them anything. They just really just don't even accept it or they turn it down because you know, I don't want to burden you. And you know, I bring this up because I know I know that feeling all too well. You know what I mean? And this is just definitely for like the OG listeners is <laughs> is that if you if you really go to the unknown season, if you go to the unknown season, you can hear you can hear a certain pain in my voice. You know, and it's not, you can hear me working through depression. You can hear me working through anxiety. And a lot of people don't know, like, you know, I I thank God for this podcast and being able to tap into this podcast for the simple fact that it's because of this podcast that I was able to deal with so many issues you know when people be saying like you know i'm fighting demons like at one point i was (laughs) like at one point i was fighting fucking demons you know what i mean and i never i didn't feel comfortable talking to anybody i didn't take my mental health serious i rarely self-cared i shit i was i wasn't i was selfless i wasn't really selfish and i i paid the repercussions for that you know short patience anxiety attacks, drinking problems. And there's been times where I've even like, you know, and this is just a moment of transparency throughout the podcast. But there's been times like even season one, season two, season three, that I found myself back in that depression. And I, I I can't speak for everybody, but for me, depression isn't, it. for me, it's like going down a journey, you know, that journey in life and you're going through that tunnel, you know, that dark tunnel. You don't get a signal. It's just dark as fuck and you just don't know how long the tunnel is going to be. That's what it feels like sometimes, you know, and I'm proud of myself because I was able to just show up on these episodes and still produce while under that type of pressure. And it would take me, well, we started the podcast, what, a year ago? (laughs) It took me months before I actually like started practicing what I preached. Like I was just venting for like a couple of episodes and then I started actually like taking a lot of the shit that I was saying into consideration. So with no further ado, let's just go ahead and just get into the couple of steps of self-care. Now, the first one, and I, I, I really, I feel like a lot of this has a lot to do with me. So, you know, bear with me. This might sound a little personal attack towards Demetrius, but if, if it feels wrong, then don't do it. Like, like I, I don't know who needs to hear that, but if it feels wrong, don't do it. A lot of times we end up inflicting wounds upon ourselves by going against our better judgment. You know what I mean? Like I found myself, I found myself in situations where if I just would have asked myself permission, no, if I just would have seeked, sought counsel with myself, I probably wouldn't be in that situation. You know what I mean? Like that, that, that all gut feeling that a lot of us get. Well, we're just like, nah, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't really have a warm and fuzzy about this situation, but we do it anyway. And a lot of times it's because we give motherfuckers the benefit of the fucking doubt. Like, do you know how many times I've given people the benefit of the doubt just to be slapped in the, in the face figuratively, never physically, but I, I, I get so mad at myself and it took me uh, years. It took me years to be able to understand that everybody just isn't cut the same way that I'm cut. Everybody ain't made the same way that I am. Like the energy that I give off is going to rarely be received back. You know what I mean? So if it feels wrong, you see what I'm saying? Like if it does not feel right to you, like if you're not getting a warm and fuzzy, like if you feel like you're not investing properly into this person, like let me rephrase that you feel like your investment is not about to be received back. You know what I mean? You're not about to turn your investment into a profitable outcome. Don't fucking do it. Don't do it. Like I literally, every time that I can, I, my gut has not been wrong. I've been wrong, but my gut has not. Like I've had gut feelings and I've ignored those gut feelings. And this is one thing that I really want to just take a moment and just say offline is that it, you have to trust yourself because the worst thing is, is that having not being able to trust yourself. Like you're telling yourself the truth, but you don't believe it. You know what I mean? Like, your gut's telling you like, yo, you need to watch out. But you don't believe it. And 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 because you thought that it was a fake, it turned out to be a reality and now you stuck with it. So I will say this wholeheartedly. If it feels wrong, don't do it. Another one that kind of feels like it's like towards me, but say exactly what you mean. And this one. Oh my God. You know, give a little side story to this one is that I've always felt like I didn't want to hurt. I I, I don't like hurting people's feelings. Despite my blunt attitude and my truthful manner, I really don't like hurting people's feelings. So in my efforts to spare people's egos, in my efforts to spare people's emotions, in my efforts to just ensure that I don't hurt anyone's feelings, sometimes I compromise the things that I'm saying. Let me rephrase that. Sometimes I put gloves on the punches that I'm throwing. Let me rephrase that. Sometimes I dull down the fire that I'm burning just for the sake of other people. And in my efforts, my words always be misconstrued. In my efforts, my feelings are always misconstrued. Like, like, I just want everyone to understand that every time that I have chose to go left, I was supposed to go right in these situations. Like, when I didn't say exactly what I wanted, like, within my heart, I have found myself stuck in situations. One of the biggest ones that I think I, and it's one of my biggest regrets. 2009, I was sitting at MEPS. And originally, I came in open contract. And I was supposed to go crash fire rescue, essentially. And as I was sitting there, this guy, he comes out there, he was one of the recruiters. And he says, hey, do you want to be a mechanic? I do not want to be a mechanic, guys. Like, I don't have any mechanical skills. Like, my dad was a mechanic, but I suck. You see what I'm saying? Like, I suck. But I was in such an effort, I was in such a hurry to get the fuck out of Michigan, Detroit, that I just said whatever. And I thought that that would be the best thing. Despite my true feelings, I said yes. That was 11 years ago. Now, granted, I could have lap moved or done X, Y, and Z to get out of the MOS, but I hate, I hate this job. And I don't hate the job in the sense that I'm not competent in my job. I just hate the job because I'm not, I'm not passionate. So say exactly what you mean. I've been in situations where I've had to explain something and explain how I feel towards somebody and they still walk away confused because I tried to spare their feelings. Fuck them. Like literally like, if you have to choose between somebody and you, it better be you. Like, like, if I had to choose between me and you, it's always going to be me. Like, I'll choose me. Because I know how I speak and I know that I'm going to have to convey this shit. Because I've been in situations, and I'm pretty sure some of us have, where somebody already didn't have your best interests at heart. They were already on their own agenda. And because you didn't properly convey your emotions or how you felt towards the situation, they continue down that road and everybody suffered. So let's just be frank here. Everybody's on their own fucking program. So you might as well get on your program and let people know that this is the program that you're going to be on. Next, and this is the middle child in me. Like this is literally the middle child in me. But stop being a fucking people pleaser, Demetrius. Like Jesus, like every, if you haven't realized each one of these, like the first one, the second one, and now the third one, they all relate to each other in proper self-care. Like if you practice these and stop doing this shit, like you are going to, like the care for yourself is just going to increase. So with that being said, stop people pleasing, like stop fucking fawning all the time, dude. Like, like, like stop. Like, stop nodding your head for the sake of nodding your head. Like, stop agreeing for the sake of agreeing. Like, for those who don't know what fawn is, like, it's it's a part of the four Fs. You know, fight, flight, freeze. Fawn. What the? We're going to edit that out. We're going to edit that out. But yes, it's a part of the four Fs. Fight, flight, freeze, or fawn. So for those who don't know what it is, you know, we all know the notorious fight or flight. Either I'm fighting my way through it or I'm running away from the situation. Either I'm freezing up or I'm going to fawn. And for those who don't know what fawn is, fawn is just to agree. So say we're in an argument with each other and rather than convey my emotions and my point to you, I feel like it's just not worth it. So I just agree with whatever the fuck you're saying, despite my true feelings towards it. And the problem with fawning for all your life, like the problem with a fawner is that they grow up to be a people pleaser. And the thing about being a people pleaser is that you're never happy because you're constantly pleasing someone else. So for my fawners out there, you got to stop that, you know, and this is from one of the biggest fawners on earth. I recently, like if you ever see my Instagram and you see all that bravado and that confidence, I recently found that. You see what I'm saying? Like I recently found that I was already fawning when I was a middle child. The military just added on to that because of the rank structure. So I would have to fawn for the sake of not getting NJP'd. So it took a long time for me to stop doing that. And the benefits of me not fawning so much is that now I'm not not a pushover. I'm not a people pleaser. That bullshit that you were going to try with me, you can go try that with somebody else because now you have found out that I'm not going to go for that. That bullshit that you thought that I was just going to let slide, you found out that I'm actually a wall and not a slide. So I will say this wholeheartedly, stop fawning. The next one, and this one goes back to number two, essentially, is that trust your instincts. One thing that I've learned is that whether you're one years old, five years old, 15, 20, 30, you know, going through life, you have acquired a certain level of skills and life lessons. And to be honest with you, life is just one big final exam. And the study guide is the lessons that you learned prior to the problem that you're about to occur. So I can assure you that most of the times, the situations that we find ourselves in, you know, the adversity and opposition that we're in, we have already experienced this in some minor fashion. It's just that we just haven't paid attention to it or we paid attention to it. We're just not accessing the skills in which we learned during that moment to overcome this. So I will say this wholeheartedly, trust your instincts, like, like. Your spidey senses is not going to fucking lie to you. In fact, trust your instincts in knowing that you can overcome this. Like a lot of times we get into these situations and we want to back out because we don't believe in ourselves, but we don't realize that we're capable of doing this. A lot of times we get into these situations where we get offered this opportunity, but we second guess the opportunity, whether or not we're worthy. But we forget that if we weren't worthy, we wouldn't even be offered the fucking opportunity. Demetrius, like you over here questioning whether or not you're supposed to be on stage with all of these other speakers, but you don't even realize the gift that you got. Like, of course you're supposed to be here. You know, and I I kind of feel like this episode is really directed towards me, so please excuse that. But once again, trust your instincts. Whether you are 15, whether you're 17, whether you're 25, whether you're 30, whether you're 40 years old, I don't know if I got any like fifty or sixty. I don't know if I got any real like senior citizens like listening to my, my my podcast. But regardless of the situation, the lessons in life that you have acquired, those lessons that you have experienced, you 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 you're well equipped to this. So when your instincts start to go off, trust them. All right, now I'm 100 convinced convinced that I subconsciously wrote this episode about me. But the next one, never never speak bad about yourself. Why do you think you never want to speak bad about yourself? Somebody's probably saying like, well, it affects your self-confidence. That's true. But why do you think you really should never speak bad about yourself? One thing that I have learned while dealing with people is that people will only do the things that you allow. If you find yourself being treated like shit, ask yourself, do you treat yourself like shit? Do you speak to yourself like shit? Because the person that's treating you like shit, they found a wall and they were able to get over it and you did nothing about it. When you speak bad about yourself, especially in a public light, it gives others permission to talk about you. It gives others permission to put you down as well. And the reason why they're going to put you down is because you don't uplift yourself. One thing I have learned is that it's a thousand people. Matter of fact, like if you want to know what a hating ass motherfucker look like, go to my book reviews on Amazon. There is one person that gave me a one star out of five stars on the book when everybody else rated it four or five stars. There's always going to be somebody that doesn't like you. There's always going to be somebody who does not want to see you prosper. There's going to be somebody that's not going to believe in your dreams. There's not going to be some, there's going to be somebody who's not going to feel the warmth of your passion. There's going to be somebody who's just going to talk bad about you behind closed doors and out in public. Why the fuck are you doing it? Your job is to fuel your dreams. Your job is to ignite your passions. Your job is to uplift yourself. Your job is to continue to move forward. Stop doing everybody else's job. Okay. Like, I'm so confident and I make sure that I let people know that I'm confident about myself because when you're confident about yourself and you're constantly uplifting yourself, that shit make an insecure motherfucker upset. Like that shit really bothers a motherfucker that does not do that on a regular basis. Like when you give yourself those positive affirmations, you feel me? Like it bothers somebody. Like a lot of people don't know that when I be going off on my my Instagram, on my stories, that's not about somebody else. That's just to positively affirm me. Like when I be telling people like, y'all ain't in competition with me. I'm letting them know. I'm telling myself, these motherfuckers ain't in competition with you. They ain't built like you. They don't want it like you. They ain't hungry like you. They won't be successful like you. You got to believe in yourself in the way that you, like you got to believe in yourself the same way that you be believing in these motherfuckers. Like you got to believe in yourself the same way that you be pouring into these motherfuckers. Like, like, like I'm talking about the energy you be giving off. You need to go ahead and manifest that shit inside of you. Next, never give up on your dreams. And I love this because I put a period at the end of it, you know, and I'm talking about like period with a T, but never give up on your dreams. You know, and you've like, if you ever heard me speak in public, you know, I always say that right now, as we speak, there's somebody driving to a job that they don't want for money that they need. The whole time that they drive and their passions, their dreams, their aspirations, live in the backseat of the car. They go to the job, they punch the clock, they make somebody else richer. Then they go home, do some crazy shit, like look their kids in the eyes, tell them to follow their dreams. And the whole time that they didn't. You were destined for so much more, yet you choose to live a life of mediocrity. You believe people that won't even take a step towards their own dreams, but they probably give you advice about your own. Like you're destined for more. Do not give up on your dreams. And I will give you this advice right here. Whatever your dreams are, they're always going to start off small and they have to grow. Like I really need somebody to understand that, that your dreams just don't manifest in the adult form the same way that a baby is not born in its adult form. It has to grow into that. Your dreams are born as babies and you have to nurture, feed, protect, and allow them to grow. Do not give up on them and do not kill them prematurely because of your lack of patience. Next, don't be afraid to say no. And I love this one because I also put another period at the end. The same way that you're going to be conveying your emotions, the same way that you're going to be hyping yourself up, the same way that you're not going to be giving up on your dreams, you also are going to be telling these motherfuckers no. And I want to say this right here. No does not require an explanation to it. Do you want this? No. Why? Because I said no. Hey, do you want to go here with us? No. Why? Because I said no. Like a lot of times we get so caught up in feeling like we have to provide an explanation To somebody so that way we can justify why we feel like something. But in reality, the fact that your spider senses are going off towards the situation is more than justification towards it. And all you need to do is just say no. Period. Like you don't need to constantly keep having to explain people why you need to go somewhere. Also, you can just say fucking no. Like too many times have I found myself in a situation having to do something when I just should have said no. Like, yeah i I, I want to be a good friend, but honestly, I want to be a good friend to me before I want to be a good friend to you. Call it however you want to call it, but to be honest with you, no, I don't want to do that. No, I don't want to go here. No, I don't want to hang out. No, I don't want you to come over. No, I don't I want I don't want any of that. No is a very acceptable thing. It's just the problem is, is that we get so accustomed to hearing yes that when we finally hear no, it's almost like a nail in the coffin. No, this does not have to be a permanent thing. It can be a not right now. It could be not at the moment. But right now, I'm saying no because I don't want to fucking do it. Lastly, and as we come to a close, I feel like this is the most important one. Let go of things that you can't control. One of my first videos is uh, Mind Your Business. And in mind your business, I'm referring to things that I cannot control. You know, mind your business. A lot of y'all, like, y'all get so caught up in this whole idea that, you know, I have to be, I have to have my hand in every pot. But in reality, if you can't control it, it's none of your business. What people say about me, what they think about me, it's none of my business. I like me. They don't have to. If it's out of my hands, it's none of my business. For you praying type. If you're going to pray on it, that's God's business now. Nah. I don't worry about those type of things. And the thing is, is that when you try to worry about things that you can't control, you stress yourself out. If you know me, like if you know me, you would know that when the board was going on, although I did have a little stress here and there, I would always calm myself by telling myself that me being stressed out about a decision that I have no, I, I, I'm not making a decision. I'm not there. You feel me like like I'm not about to stress myself out for the next couple of months over a decision between somebody else. It's, it's none of my business what they're going to do. You know what I mean? I had every opportunity to make sure that I was going to be solid prior to that. And I, I I can't stress that enough. Like, you know, if you can't control it, like if you can't control it, then let it go. You know what I mean? If you're not in control, let it go. If you're not in control of the decision, then let go of that stress. If you're not in control of, if you're not in control of the destination, let it go. You know, whether that's figuratively or mentally, you know, if them decisions are out of your hands, then that stress is out of your hands too. If somebody says that they're going to do something for you and you don't feel comfortable with it, let them go and you handle it yourself. But one thing that you have to do is let go of the things that you are not in control of. You're just stressing yourself out, bringing on anxiety for nothing. And just like that, another extraordinary thought left this ordinary mind. I hope you enjoyed this episode, half as much as I enjoyed making it. Stay tuned Mondays and Fridays. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram at Meech Speaks. Once again, that's Meech Speaks. Meech is spelled M-E-E-C-H. Don't forget to share this podcast, subscribe to this podcast, follow this podcast, pass this podcast to somebody because this podcast was dedicated to helping everyone become a better version of themselves, even though I don't know what that type of version is. I just know that you can be better. Lastly, don't forget to grab your copy of The Extraordinary Thought from the Ordinary Mind, available on Amazon, Barnes and Nobles. I think there's an electrical copy. You know what it is. Stay hungry. Stay motivated. I'm out.